Thornton, and I am joined by the world's greatest, most hatenest, most hate-filled, most hateringest co-hosts. <laughs> I just can't, I can't, I can't specify how much hate exists in this <laughs> Mr. Steve Woods! What's up, mate? Hey, man, how you celebrate Christmas with all that hate in your heart? Uh, you know, um, I, this tis the season for me to be very jolly. And I feel like I have got uh, some things today that I'm going to share that shows how much love this time of time of year brings into myself. Mm, watch this man find a way to turn love into <laughs> hatred of something. <laughs> Just hatering. <laughs> you Big might time be right. You might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using that word, by the way, hatering. <laughs> the act of being a hater. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the show today. And if you guys did not already know, it is our mission on the Nerd Smash Talkcast to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether it involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever. Mm. We will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as limiting as you think that it is. True story. Big true story. We've got such a jam-packed show. I really don't want to waste any time because we have a lot to cover. Let me tell you guys a little bit about what we're covering today. We are covering, uh, there's been a lot more Warner Brothers DC news that we got to touch on again. Uh, A lot of decisions being made um, and a lot of people upset by these decisions. So we are going to just talk about that as one big thing up at the top of the show. Uh, we got a couple of trailers and video game related things that we got from the Game Awards. Two things I want to mention specifically, Transformers Reactivate and Armored Core 6. We're going to touch base on those. Uh, we got the brand new Across the Spider-Verse trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse today, the day that to this we day. recorded this. To, to this day. Day. <laughs> and then we'll finish out the show talking about some of our lists recapping the year 2022. Can't wait. I also want to say here at the top of the show, also, by the time this episode comes out, uh, it should be my son's fifth birthday, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout out. Uh, Your dad loves you very much. In case he listens to this 20 years from now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Yeah, man. I am am a pop. I am a pop. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get like Steve here. He took dad into a whole other level. Yeah, oh. if I could ever tell y'all the level of dadding that this man Steve, I know, I, I know, I classify him as a hater, but he's a grade A pops, and oh, I'm stop trying to it. get You're on that level. Me blush. 
Oh, well, you know, that what you think is blushing is purely hatred <laughs> rising to your face. <laughs> yes, do it. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, now that we got that out of the way. Well, shout out just, to him on his bit. Yeah, uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Big both day. my kids. Yeah. I, lo- I love both of y'all. Uh, and my little dude, he, that's a firecracker, but... He likes to fight. I love him for it. <laughs> it's always the young one that it's likes to fight. The young one. <laughs> it's always the young one. Rough rider, dude. Rough rider. <laughs> it's the ruggish, ball. All my life. <laughs> I've had to fight. You really haven't. You haven't really had to. Things have been kind of nice for you. This is, this is a choice you've made from a very early age. Right. <laughs> Baby came out holding fists. <laughs> That young one, man. It's the youngest, I'm telling you. Rough Rider, man. Oh, man. Love him to death, though. That's my dog. Anyway, (laughs) uh, let's go ahead and get into our very first story. And, guys, we're we're once again talking about Warner Brothers Discovery and and DC specifically. Um, Although, I will say, at the top, if we're going to Warner Brothers Discovery, they're still canceling stuff and moving stuff around. And it looks like they are uh, removing West, like so they canceled Westworld, and they are removing Westworld from HBO Max. So, other than the DVDs that came out for it and yeah. the Blu-rays that came out for it, it it's will gone. not exist. Yeah, which is crazy sense. to me, right? Wild, considering they probably put a quarter billion dollars into that show. That's what I'm saying, man. And I don't get, I don't get removing it. Yeah. What's what's the point? What's it's, the point? It, well, well, you don't have to pay residuals. Yeah, I guess. Um, it just really sucks for fans of that content. I remember uh, for a very long time, there was really no way to watch uh, some classic DC and Warner Brothers animated content. Like... Batman the Animated Series existed nowhere. Right. Justice League existed nowhere. Right. You're, you're right Freakazoid, about that. Freakazoid, yep. Animaniacs, all that stuff. It was nowhere. And then they started coming out with like big DVD packs for them. Like, here, now you can watch it. And it was like, awesome, cool. Now put them on streaming. And they put them on streaming yeah. somewhere. And it was just wild. It was Funny wild. thing about Westworld, I could see Westworld being somebody's favorite show. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. It's it was that big. Now, for me, I didn't make it past season two just because it got way too big brain for me to continue to follow. You know, when I was, you know, it was just a lot, (laughs) just a lot. So, well, but I got so big brained that it looped back around to being predictable as all get out. Yeah, we know what's what's happening. Stop telling us it's not (laughs) right. That playing with that's so accurate. But I just right. don't. I, I mean, it's somebody's favorite. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember Probably being weird. I, I remember thinking the first season was I, was I, and the second season was better. But also, I was like, "What are we doing?" I never yeah. caught up with season three or four. But you know, you've put so much into it. Now, also, that intro was fire. Yeah. I remember watching the first episode of season three and just being like, oh, this is way too much for me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being halfway season one. I was like, so 
that guy is clearly that guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've you've tipped your hat. The surprise that you're leading to is not that interesting. And yeah. um, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on now? Yeah, best part of that show was uh was um oh man, why am I blanking on his name? He played Jim Gordon in the Batman. Yes. Um. Yep. That guy. I I I hate myself for forgetting his name. Oh, I gotta find it real fast. Uh, played Jim Gordon. All right, I'm 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 gonna be Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. I want to give that Jeez, man his credit. Why can we do that? Well, because brains are bad. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Westworld's getting the axe, and then DC, uh, which at this point is James Gunn and Peter Safran. It looks like they've been having some real conversations about the future of this, and, and you could tell that they're starting to map out certain things. Yeah. And uh, wow, let's just take a crack at it. So Wonder Woman uh, looks like will not be moving forward, uh, at least with Patty Jenkins and maybe Gal Gadot. Yeah, um, I mean, that looks like that's just done, right? But like, man, was Wonder Woman eighty eight or eighty four that bad? What was it eighty eight, eighty four? Wow. <laughs> Are you asking me if it was that bad? Yeah, I it mean, was, I, it was more funny. It was, than it was, it was, I, but I'm just saying, I say there I was so it. much. No, I didn't hate it. I had a good time, yeah. but it do, doesn't necessarily fit. It was sure. the murder music for me. Like that was the <laughs> the murder music. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody was about to die. At the hands of Wonder Woman, <laughs> more likely a room, a mall full of people. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah, but is that worth? Like, how many times do you think of a? Can you think of a, a sequel that doesn't recently that doesn't finish out? It's... No, no. But I mean, if they're, it, I'll tell you what this looks like to me. The more you're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. It just looks like we're moving away from the Snyder. Yes, and everything that's there, and the the Snyder fans are having a fit. Now yeah. I tell you, I do feel bad because it seems like they're probably not moving forward with uh, Henry Cavill as Superman moving forward, uh, which is wild because like that man just gave up The Witcher for this <laughs> clearly. Um. And if I was, and him, that's I'd what be, I don't I didn't like, stop right? Playing because we me. didn't even. Yes, <laughs> yes. Either do or don't, but don't say right. my name again. Right. I'm. I'm. He's like, I came in. I did y'all a solid with this cameo, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, that is literally now going nowhere. Right. That's another thing. So it looks like we're not. We're probably not going to be following up with any kind of Black Adam. Too. There was some feelings about Black Adam. Yes, it looks like uh, one of the other news that they let leak was uh, that The Rock and his team might have like cooked the books a little bit to whoever they reported to, it was like Hollywood Reporter or something like that, yep. to make Black Adam seem like a success. Right. Which is weird because on social media, he has openly said 
look, guys, it's our first movie. We're not a juggernaut. He's being like very frank and upfront. Like this, this movie is not like a, a, a crazy, like big thing, but you know, this is like the first of like re, refiguring out this universe and, you know, mm-hmm. be patient with us. We're trying to tell and a bigger he, story. Like that was the whole thing. Right. Like we're but, wanting him to get this off. Like, come on. Re, but re, resettle this. Like, let, let's, let's redirect. Let's go with something here. It seems like some of his people are like, nah, bro, you ain't about to take this L like that, though. Uh, <laughs> because because DC don't have their stuff together. I know it's that like, there was a lot of hate for this movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. There was some, there, ooh, there was, I mean, we talked about it when I reviewed it, like, or when we reviewed it. It was like, there was some stuff that made me, like, cringe all the way out of my seat. And I was like, oh, gosh, what, did this movie come out in 84? Like, what are we talking about here is like and like some cultural stale. stuff some of some of yeah so yeah. stale and it, yeah. there was also an element of it that was like are, are you trying to do a john connor terminator relationship here there's so many reasons why that doesn't work and then you know there there was some like relationship sure, things, things but yeah. i thought there was some really fun stuff in there too especially the justice society more of them I right mean, now please <laughs> and I mean all of them. Society. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, um so it looks like Black Adam again not moving forward. Looks like Aquaman 2 might be done and then they're going to they're going to recast Jason Momoa as Lobo in the new universe, which like sounds like Jason Momoa is like all aboard, Aquaman in the dirt. <laughs> Look, he just looks like he's... I'm like, hey, he looks like, hey, I want to have some fun. But if you remember, about a month ago, he had a he had a, a tweet or an Instagram post where he was like, yo, I can't say anything, but I finally got something that I really wanted. Yeah. Was this it, bro? Dude, that dude has been a big fan of Lobo for a really That's what long I'm time. saying. Was this it? I, it, I, I mean, did he get I, the I was, news like you don't have to do this Aquaman anymore? We're gonna give you what you want, <laughs> right? We know we cast you as Aquaman, but like we about to reboot this universe after this Flash movie, this problematic Flash movie comes out, and I mean, when we gonna, do that, mm. and then it's like, oh man, you know, what do you do about? So there's gonna be a new Aquaman, and then he'll be Lobo, and then we're gonna have to figure out another Batman. That will coexist because it looks like the Matt Reeves, the Batman, will not be touched. Do right, not touch that. Right. So, is this the world they're going with? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing about Superman. I don't know what they're doing about Batman. My thing is, let's build it off the Batman. Like you already got. No, because there's things really about there's things ah. about the Batman that's very specific to that universe. Yeah. And it almost feels yeah. better to leave it alone so it can keep continue to tell that story. Because when you have a Batman that just fell off a building and his side hurt because he took that L, um, and then Superman shows up, you're going to be like, um... <laughs> you know, it's... So... The, the Batman is fantastical, but still also very grounded. It's almost like a mirror shade of the Nolan universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Dark Knight type series. It's Definitely. it's like a it's a version. It's closer to those than it is the comic books of Batman, I would say. Yeah. Well 
I just I just don't know why we're moving forward with the Flash this point. We have to, because the Flash is literally how we retool the universe. How we how we get back. Yeah. So then, does Aquaman two come out before Flash? Uh, it has to, I think. I mean, it was originally going to come out this month, and I think they pushed it back to next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you. Get, I mean, the first Aquaman movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. You're not, I mean, even if you're refiguring the universe and you've already shot that movie, you're like, no, 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 we will make this next billion dollars. Yeah. And, and I, and I guess like nobody, well, this is talking about December 2023 for Aquaman 2. Oh, really? Well, December we'll see. 25th, 2023. I don't know how that works. Right. <laughs> right. And then, what? uh, the Flash comes out in June. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they've got some, some big brain stuff to figure out over there. But and Blue Beetle comes out someplace in there, too. Yeah. Well, Blue Beetle, they can slot into whatever this new universe is. Yeah. Um, but one crazy thing is that there was also some news about this Michael Keaton Batman movie that they were working on. So they were like, they, we, we come to find out that they were doing, they were actually working on a Michael Dude. Keaton Batman movie. Yeah. And here's the worst part. It was going to be a Batman beyond movie with Michael Keaton as the older Batman. And they were also going to explore the relationship between Michael Keaton's Batman. And they were going to bring back Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. And as you know, both of them being older and stuff, but like, what? That's a that's a fan cast that I've heard. I want to say for fifteen years. Yeah, get Michael least, Keaton man. back. Do a Batman yep. Beyond movie. <laughs> We've got it. I gotta see that movie. It no, it's he dead. had the suit on already. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. He may not be doing anything beyond his cameo in The Flash moving forward, which is crazy. Didn't Ben Affleck have a cameo in The Flash as well? Or was that for Aquaman? Uh, I think Ben Affleck had, yeah, I think all three. They pulled that, right? I mean, they they took that out. I don't think they took it out. I think they kept that in. I thought they said they did. Now, I did see a tweet by James Gunn that said, you know, all of those news stories we've either heard, not heard, are moving, are you know, evaluating, or never even thought to evaluate. Right. That's what. That's what kind of what he said. So I don't know. I guess grain of salt for all of it, but it doesn't look good. No. But I mean, look, they're trying to build a studio from nothing. They yeah. are. Um, they are putting the work in, and unfortunately, got to crack some eggs to to kind of get this thing cohesive and lined up. It just kind of speaks to how shambled this thing was. But why are we still getting a Joker two movie? Oh, because we're not getting because it won an Oscar. It's the same. It's the same reason. It was like, why are we getting Aquaman two? Because it made a billion dollars. Why are we getting Joker two? Because it won an Oscar. That's. I mean, it's no more simple than that. Go ask yourself what would drug fueled uh, studio executives say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Get that Joker two. On the books. <laughs> We're going to get Lady Gaga. Why, why are we doing a Joker 2 
uh, first one won an Oscar. Yeah, but is there a story? Does somebody write something? Do you have a script at least? No. No. As a matter of fact, everyone involved said they wouldn't make a second one. But then I said, shut up, money. And they were like, well, here's an idea. <laughs> what about Aquaman 2? Uh, B. B, B, B. That's the key letter there. B. B, B, B. Billion. Okay? We don't not make sequels to billion dollar movies. You feel me? We made Alice in Wonderland 2. Okay? That movie, the first one made a billion dollars. Yeah. No one, no one liked the second one. When we made it, we were looking, we, we were doing test screenings and everyone said, ew, get this off of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We still released it because the first one made a billion dollars. <laughs> Uh, that's how money works playboy (laughs) um yeah it's i mean there's a lot there's a lot a lot happening it looks like uh the other crazy thing that is that it seems like walter hamada who used to run um like wb like was ahead of wb and was kind of in charge of all this stuff before the new regime took over with Warner Brothers Discovery and the merger. It seems like they were on the precipice of revitalizing the the Snyderverse or Zack Snyder's vision of yeah. that. And then this merger just kind of put the cap on all that and they were like, mm, no. And which is crazy because Walter Hamada and the other heads of the DC or of the Warner Brothers studio have been getting like hosed for what borderline years at this point mm-hmm. for like why won't you restore the Snyder for they were about to cave and it literally got s- taken from them and I'm just like boy there's another universe out there where that is happening and... it's troublesome yeah you Ugh. know I get I get wanting to take in a new direction especially if you're James Gunn yeah oh yeah get it? He's like, bruh, I, I feel. I have a feeling James Gunn is like, um, no, my directors are going to be making um, the the movies that they want to make because I've been there, dog. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, I'm just going to oversee it, and make sure we all have the same. I think all pages. of this kind of anxiety and bad feeling is going to go away when yep. they announce that first movie under James Gunn and they give that director, you know. Carb launch yep. to do what they feel like they need to do, just like we right. had with Guardians. Right. I hope he gets one. I hope he takes one. Uh, I mean, what he's focusing on Peacemaker. Yeah. You know, who knows? I mean, he may feel like it's too much of a responsibility. God, Peacemaker. I forgot about that. Yeah, that came out this year. Yeah, this year. <laughs> I forgot about it. There's a lot of stuff, dude. There's, There's a lot, lot of stuff. We'll get to it. We'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, I know. Ooh, but, uh, about it. yeah, I think that recaps the most of the news. Yeah. There's probably some other DC things that I'm forgetting about, but um, just touching base on all that. Let's talk about um, the two mech things that came out from the Game Awards. Yeah. First of all, was there any other, like trailers or anything that stood out to you from the game man awards? what i was watching i watched the entire game awards you yeah, know it's wow. just as fun as it is every year okay and um you know they bring out kojima and then i get lost because i don't even know what game they're showing it doesn't <laughs> really look like a game to me it just looks like anxiety yeah. um you know so that's always a highlight 
And uh, they had several really good trailers, um, some awards, you know, that uh, you you know who they're going to go to. You know, God of War Ragnarok won absolutely everything <laughs> except for Game of the Year. Wow. <laughs> like, whoa. I feel like it got stolen from them. But it was also Elden Ring, which was huge this year. So, you know, what are you going to do? But I had just finished playing Tunic the day that, it, that the Game Awards came out. And it was nominated for some stuff. I really had a lot of fun playing Tunic this this, uh, this last two weeks. So, yeah. Okay. Cool stuff, uh, man. So, before you move forward, I'm yeah. just going to I'm just gonna sigh it in here. I got a notification on my phone. And it looks like Patty Jenkins, who directed, you know, Wonder Woman and uh-huh. was going to direct Rogue Squadron before yeah. she dropped out of that. She just put out a statement on, on Twitter. Oh, God. Uh, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. So uh, I'll try to get through oh, it as quick God. as I can here. All right. Sigh. I am not one to talk about private career matters, but I will not allow inaccuracies to continue. Here are the facts. I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough, and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I'm still on it, and that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it will happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead. When there's tea! When there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. This is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult right now. I do not want what has been a beautiful journey with Wonder Woman to land on a negative note. I have loved and been so honored to be the person who got to make these last two Wonder Woman films. She is an incredible character. Living in and around her values makes one a better person every day. I wish her and her legacy an amazing future ahead, with or without me. Walking side by side with Linda Carter, an absolute legend and beacon of goodness and light, has been a thrill. I have learned so much from her and will cherish her as a friend and mentor always. My crew has been like family and fought every day to give the world the best films they could. And Gal... Gal Gadot, where do I even begin? Gal is the greatest gift I have received in this whole journey. A cherished friend, inspiration, and sister. There are no words I can use to convey how magical she is. She's the walking embodiment of Wonder Woman in real life and a better person the world can imagine. Never once in the millions of moments I've spent with her did I see anything less. She's a gift to this world and even more so to me. Lastly, but most importantly, thank you to the incredible Wonder Woman fans. For all your love and support, Wonder Woman fans have are often not the most visible in the media and online, but I want you to know that we have always seen and celebrated you and your importance. You are first and foremost in our minds every day. We made the last two films. You are the best and most loving people, and I look forward to always celebrating you. Thank you all for this wonderful journey. Keep up Wonder Woman spirit. Any day that you face struggles, try asking what would Wonder Woman do. I hope her beacon of love, truth, and justice is always there to lead the way for you as she has done for me. Um, well... Yeah, I mean, now I, I wasn't going to really speak on it on this show, but there was a lot saying that Patty Jenkins uh, had a lot to do with why Wonder Woman was being canceled, and they were saying that mm-hmm. uh, she was uh, she wanted 
they asked her to rewrite the movie and she refused. And so they kicked her off Wonder Woman 3. A lot of like misinformation surrounding that. A lot of unverified stuff. So it's great that she was able to go in and just kind of clarify that. Um, the biggest takeaway I get from that is Rogue Squadron still on the table, baby. Still out there. <laughs> still out there. Hey, I know both. You know who she wanted hype. for Rogue Squadron. You saw that, right? Was it Chris Pine? Chris Pine. I mean, let's let's go. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was substantial, and it also played into what we just talked about. So, um, going back. Transformers reactivate. Um, how do you feel about this game when this trailer came Man, out? Man, um, first of all, I didn't even pay attention to it when, I, <laughs> when it first came on because you know, just it's just kind of on, you know, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just doing other stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm just kind of watching it like, oh, this is this is you know, it looks like Future War kind of thing, you know, no big no big deal, nothing we haven't seen. I didn't even know this was coming. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. The title comes up. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I had to run it back. You know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm no, looking forward I, to it. And now I can't get enough information about it. <laughs> like, I need all of it. All yeah. of it. I did learn that it's going to be a third-person shooter. Oh, it um, looked like a first person in the trailer. Yeah, because you kind of look down at his hands. Yeah. I'm, which I'm assuming was Bumblebee. Like somebody reactivated Bumblebee. Yeah, like they look, they react. You kind of see, like in the trailer, like three vehicles driving and one getting blown up, and you find out that that's Bumblebee because of yeah. memory and everything. So yeah, I don't know. It's just I, I don't know what's what it's. It doesn't look like they're fighting Decepticons though. I saw I, some. You know, I was I follow them now on every platform I can poss- possibly find, <laughs> and they gave the name of it. I don't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But they gave the name of whatever invaders there are to planet Earth that they're trying to help fight off. So they, I don't know. Looks good. Looks good. And That'd that kind of cool gives me hope something... that you'll be able to control both Autobots and Decepticons and kind of a, you know. So I thought of something. My head just had two thoughts. I thought of something that was interesting. It was like, oh, maybe these are other, um, not Transformers, but like Transformer-based I call them creatures. Yes. But maybe it's all tied back to the quintessence. Yes. Yes. And then yes. I was like... Yes. And then I was like, what if it's Unicron? Mm. What if you third person... What if what if, what if if you go to... What if you go to... What if you have to go fight on Unicron? Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. It can't get here quick enough for me, man. I... <laughs> Yeah, go I'm get gonna, Maurice I'm Lamarche eat up all to do this his, news. All go this get news Maurice Lamarche to do his uh, Orson Welles impression again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Exciting. that looks incredible. Yeah. That, yeah, for sure. And then what got me hype was seeing there was a trailer for a new Armored Core game, uh, which is Armored Core 6. What is it? Uh, I wish I. Oh, Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Um, I am a big Armored Core stand. going back to Armored Core 2 when it released <laughs> for the PS2. That was the yeah. launch game that I bought with oh, the PS2. Oh, was it? It certainly was. Okay. Uh, Armored Core 2. That was the first game I got on my PS2 when it came out. 
and um man i can tell you like back then with my friends like we used to take we used to play armored core you know you would build all these different mechs and you'd store them on your memory cards i had like five memory cards and that were just filled up with like different mechs and different variations they had names different color schemes logos stuff like that and i would do different loadouts and fight my friends mechs on that on that split screen ps2 <laughs> yeah um matter of fact my favorite like as much as armor core 2 was dope and there was another one that came after that but i think my favorite game in the entire armor core series is armored core 2 another age um man it in that game like the armored core games have always been very technical but mm-hmm. Armored Core Another Age, Armored Core Two Another Age was like the perfect blend of um, being technical with like having your loadouts like have the right weight and the right output and you know do all this other cool stuff. But it also felt like you were getting into anime mech fights with these, and it was different from Mech Warrior because Mech Warrior feels very grounded and the mechs move pretty slowly and. You know, there's a lot of different things to consider. Armored Core that felt like Mech War felt grounded. Mech War felt to, to Armored, Armored Core yes. was so intimidating. <laughs> I, but like, if I no. build this mech, am I going to be able to move? Like, that's how I felt. Like, did, I can't did, do this. Well, yeah, am I going to kill myself to... with this loadout because I have too much nuclear power and not enough? You had to consider the loadouts and all that stuff, yeah. But man, when you got to the higher end, like engines and radiators and stuff in the game, boy, that sucker was humming. You you could practically turn on your booster and clear the entire map with one boost. Like it, you know, it's insane. Never got that far, man. I saw this it meme. Was... This meme came up after. Um, <laughs> after Karma Core came out, and I can say this is accurate. And remember, this Armored Core is a From Software game. From Software made Dark Souls, Bloodborne, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna have a degree of difficulty to it. But Armored Core also isn't like isn't Dark Souls, right? It's not gonna be treated like Dark Souls. Yeah. They said it's gonna feel like Armored Core, but. It could be frustrating, especially when you're in certain missions. So this this meme said, but how's Armored Core gameplay? First, one hour of you assembling your mech. Second, check your energy draws. Third, check your Armored Core weight. Four, run test sorties. <laughs> it's like test missions yeah. to see how your mech performs. Mm-hmm. Five, unequipping and re-equipping stuff. <laughs> Six, play a mission. Seven, Get annihilated in two minutes. Eight. Go back to garage. <laughs> it is the pure mecha genre. <laughs> just, dude, that's how I felt. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing wrong, that I can't get out here and I get destroyed immediately. Yes. But let me counter <laughs> yes. your argument. Let me counter your argument by saying, what if you had a super dope laser sword that came out your wrist? Yeah. Yeah. But then I can't use it because I'm not drawing enough power and then well, if I try to up my power, I'm going to explode. Well, you need to go with a lighter weight so that you can have a higher output in your engine. But then I get shot once and I die. Well, that's get good. Or I land too hard. <laughs> dodge. I don't know. Get good. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I can't have any dodge on there because then everything would fall apart. 
Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> what, what would you tell somebody that, that was telling you the same thing about Call of Duty? Oh, so, uh, so literally the same thing. <laughs> Get good. <laughs> well, my armor make me move slow. Yeah. Well, take it off and get fast. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. Faster. I don't know. <laughs> Man, <laughs> dodge I a wrench or can you dodge a ball? I, <laughs> I just shared a picture with you, and I'm so mad at you. Okay. Because you are 100% right. <laughs> what am I right about? Hold on. Wait, did you put it in there? Group yeah. Chat? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me those aren't Quintesson enemies. Ooh, the tentacles, though? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> mm, Quintessons made a move. Quintessons made a move, my I'm dude. mad at you. I'm mad at you. Look, because man, I, I, go, I go through and pour over those images, whatever they give me. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if I called it. Off yeah. of a launch trailer. Let's go. Yeah. I'll be rejected. Yeah. That's me not even really messing with the Transformers lore like that <laughs> outside of Beast Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad. Oh, yeah. So, shout out to Quintessence. Uh, I never understood them. Uh, and that, that's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway. Uh, so that's what we had to say about those mecha games. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move into our last story before we get to our lists. And that is, we just got a brand new trailer today for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. And boy, howdy, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, Man, I, I sent you a message. I sent our mm -hmm. group a message, me, you, boy. Mm -hmm. uh, I sent you a message that said, that that trailer is <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> it is uh and how did i respond to that message uh the trailer ended and i went Doom. emotional damn damage <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was expecting to see all this cool animation stuff not my feelings what are we talking about but right. hey and then right. and then i'm like dang why am i feeling a certain type of way, you know. He's is, this is an intimate conversation with his mom. That's that's the trailer. I was like, what are we yes. talking about? And then I was like, oh, then I saw a hundred Spider Man, including PS4 Spider Man, uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Uh, I saw the Amazing Bag Man, which is Spider Man with a paper bag over his head. I saw Spider Man Unlimited, which is a short lived, canceled Spider Man TV show from the nineties. I saw. Uh, oh man, what else did I see? Freaking uh, Spider Woman, Issa Rae Spider Woman. Uh, uh, you know, huh. hundreds, literal, <laughs> literal hundreds. And also, I saw some really dope animation that they are really about to start to push the boundaries with. This thing is yes. about to change things, and we already said. Into the Spider-Verse, completely redefined animation. I feel like we saw different Spider-Man with different animation types. Yes, that's the point. I think they're going to be like every Spider-Man has a... Every universe that a Spider-Man comes from have, has a different animation style. That's going to be so crazy. Uh, it's, <laughs> ugh, so Yeah, that's crazy. wild, man. 
It's yeah, beautiful. Man. And yeah. I I didn't know that I wanted a Spider-Man trailer to have an emotional conversation with his mom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there's anything less that, than saying we're here for it. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yes. The, the way I, this trailer dropped, I yeah. saw tweets that were like, this trailer drops in an hour. Y'all ready? And I was like, dang, man, the anticipation is high. And boy, yeah, man, it was... That was that was special. You know, I wouldn't what? say it's the you most know how I felt because I was like, "Let's go!" About to yeah. watch this. I I waited till my lunch break, till everybody <laughs> was gone, till I had the office to myself, and I set it up, watched it, <laughs> and it was humbling. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, as intended. They were like, "We y'all showed up for the spectacle." We'd, we y'all showed up for the spectacle. And we hit you with the emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, well played. Well played, yeah. Sony. Yeah. Also, Marvel. I have to say, I also, like, right after the video, there was a, I recommend everybody check it out. There was a um, essay by Vox on YouTube about how Into the Spider-Verse changed animation in Hollywood and the perception of it. And they said, look at look at movies before the Spider-Verse. You saw everything had this Pixar-like quality to it. And uh, it was... that That's just what people... And they said, even when they tried to do like different animation stuff, when they tried to branch out, the studios would get scared and be like, no. And it would just end up looking like Pixar, Perfect Sheen stuff. And Into the Spider-Verse uh decided to go really big with being experimental and trying all these different shaders and having it look like a comic book but they said the studio was terrified of that movie and was like we hate it and it's still to this day one of sony animation's biggest box office draws like ever so Mm -hmm. it was loved by so many people even not even like people out out looking for spider-man just (coughs) really good Exactly. And now, look, where we're seeing um, Mitchells versus the Machines, we're seeing yeah. uh, Puss in Boots. We saw when, when Turning Red come out, we saw some more experimental elements being incorporated into that movie. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, all points back to Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, really changed the game, especially then winning an Oscar and taking it from Disney. I forget what Disney movie came out that year, but it just dunked on it. It was like, yeah, get some. So, yeah, uh, we'll continue following that. I'm sure we'll get another trailer soon that's going to give us a lot more. That was definitely a teaser, but, man, that movie is going to be noise. Yeah. All right. So, I teased it at the beginning of the show, and we're going to dive into it now. We are going to recap the list or our lists for the year of 2022. What are we going to recap? Let me give you an idea of the, of the categories before we uh, get into it. So, we are going to do top five TV shows. Uh, we're going to do top five movies that we've seen this year. Uh, we're going to do best trailer. We're going to do worst trailer. We're going to do the best nerdy news story that came mm-hmm. out. And then we're going to do the worst news story that came out, uh, in our personal opinions. So, 
that's where we are. And let's go ahead and start with TV shows. Yeah. So, well, let's get Boyd's because you know, uh, super yes. producer Boyd did send us his uh, his did. lists, even yes. though he was not able to join us this evening. And yes. I'd love to get into that first. Let's go. So, let's go. Let's start with the bottom. I'll I'll read his off in addition okay. to ours. Okay. And I assume his are going from uh least to most. So I will I will start at the bottom and work my way up to the top of his list. Can um, I tell you something? Yes. I'm looking at his list right now. Mm-hmm. And I missed some stuff. <laughs> it was a bit it was a lot this year, bro. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. But um yeah, so Steve, what was your number five spot? For TV show? Yeah. Okay. So number five. And this isn't this is an order we want these, right? Yes. Okay. So number five um was the boys season three. I dig it. Um, yep. I really just felt like we got another good season of habitual line stepping. <laughs> and uh just the presence of Soldier Boy was yeah. really good and how messed up he was. Yeah, and how how much he's a much more accurate Captain America than we could have ever wanted. It also highlighted. I, I really think Soldier Boy and like some of the stuff they did with Homelander really kind of focused in and honed in on what the boys is really trying to say. Besides some of like the shocking stuff that they did in the first two seasons, mm-hmm. and just kind of. Like, it really focused, and it also brought into focus some elements of, like, the real world that was like, wow, this show. Right. This show means something now. This isn't just a, let's be um, crazy, violent, gross, shocking superhero show. That's what I think was the biggest part for me. Like, there was actual depth there, and it came from Soldier Boy, because Soldier Boy's point of view was... I don't care <laughs> about anything but what I want, and I don't have to. Well, don't spoil it. We're we're not going to go into no. spoilers for anything. No, no, no. But, but yeah. because he was just Soldier Boy. I mean, that's right. it. Right. He didn't have to. People that's kind of the same attitude that all of them had, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't feel like that until Soldier Boy did it. Yeah, it's just so. different, man. It was just yeah. different. Yeah. Also, like you know. A train's whole storyline, so yeah. yep. you know, uh, a lot of completely off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Oh, Homeland is always, but like he took it to a different level. No, because it was used to be hidden. Now he was just kind of like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, and he was. Hey. And people were like, yes, <laughs> right, and he was like, what? <laughs> All right, <laughs> which is terrifying. Right, right, terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll say for me, I had uh, The Boys Season 3 as my honorable mention. Okay. I really okay. I really tried to find a way to fit it in my top five, but ultimately I was like, it it, it just didn't fit. My Not honorable mention I... was uh, Barry and Arcade. Dig it. Oh, yeah. uh, I have another honorable mention, and that is uh, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. Yeah, you've been um, watching that. Yeah. It's, it's ongoing. It's not over yet, but... Boy, when I tell you this is a true return to form for like Bleach stands, boy, Bleach. I've been hearing nothing War. but good things. 
The animation is incredible. The storytelling, if you followed original Bleach, you're not going to be able to follow it. You can't just jump cold into this last season. But, man, it is chef's kiss. Mm. I have no notes. It is, you know, it, it would be in my top five if it was, you know, finished, you know, before the end of the year. So, just got to say Man, that. there's but, a lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> um. So Boyd's level, Boyd's number five is The Legend of Vox Machina, which uh, came out See? on Amazon Prime. Yep, came out on Amazon Prime. It was a yeah. D&D show based off of the podcast Critical Role. And, uh, you know, super, super fun show. Yep. Super, super underrated. Um, you know, so much that I, I could say about that is... I'm just going to leave it there. A really great show. Really great. Um, my number five will be, you know what? Because my oh, list is out of order. At, well, my, mine's, mine's is, was never placed in that order to you begin will with. Switch it up. <laughs> uh, I will also say Legend of Vox Machina okay. was, my, was my number five. It was, okay. I mean, it's just so good. Of a, I was literally getting hyped. Dude, I didn't even show. put that on my list. It was so good. It was, man. It was Dang so it. good. And I was just like, Amazon, you know, Amazon might be the place to go for some of these mature animated features, man. Yeah. It's, you know, some special stuff happening in there. But uh, anyway, that's the number fives. Uh, what was your number four? Uh, number four TV show, Stranger Things Season 4. Ooh. Uh, right. So this, this season... Was Probably the best season of the show. The best in the series, 100%. Yeah. It had yeah. some real awesome characters. Not that the other ones didn't, yeah. but the and some real consequences for those characters, too. Well, I'll and say, there was one episode where I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Not that. Please, <laughs> Dude, no. I can't I'll, do this right now. <laughs> I'll say, how big it was it for Stranger Things to suddenly, out of nowhere, have a Freddy Krueger-type villain? Yeah. Um, the, the, see, listen, season four was <laughs> just on a different level. It was. So They broke it into two parts, but yeah. it really did come together mm-hmm. in, a, in a beautiful way. And I was, I'm like, man, I, I thought that first season would be hard to top, but boy, this, this... It came in and it just went boom, but uh, man, I'm. It makes me sad because it didn't even make my list. But there's so much, dude. Yeah, it's really just what you want, right? I'm really trying to go off the things that I was like, boy, when I was watching it, I couldn't put it down. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to put on my list, but I couldn't, mostly because I'm not done. I I haven't finished it, but it's Atlanta because Atlanta. <laughs> now you're rethinking things. <laughs> I'll say Boyd's number four is uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which I still have not watched. I did. Um, you did? Yeah. I did. <laughs> it's not on my list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Strange New Worlds was also very special. And, uh, well, you know, I, I haven't watched it, but I've heard nothing but great things about it. Um, you know, you know, I won't say anything else because I haven't yeah. seen it. But I will say, uh, from everything I've heard, it seems warranted. Yeah. 
Um, my number four is going to be She-Hulk Attorney at Law. And I understand this is a very biased opinion. It's not, though, because we're talking about what you your top five. It, it, it's my top five. Yeah. Uh, when Dude. I... When I was wa- when I was reading Dan Slott's She Hulk run in the early two thousands, which I have his entire run in individual issue, boarded and wrapped in my comic books, uh, comic book stash that I own, I imagined this is what that show would look like. Now, granted, I imagined a little bit better CGI. I will give it that criticism still, but it's everything I wanted that show to be. I want a new season every year. I don't know if that's possible because the budget seems insane mm-hmm. to try to pull that off. But I I never thought that this show could actually happen because I knew it would have to have a budget to make this CGI She-Hulk happen. And it did. And I was just overjoyed with the result. It's bingeable. It's a per- I won't call it a perfect show because obviously not everybody feels that way. But it's such a good time. And... Yeah, She Hulk Attorney at Law. That that's yeah. my number four. Yeah. Uh, where are you going with number three? So number three series that wrapped up this year, and probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Better okay. Call Saul. Ooh, I, that's another one. I have not started, or I've only seen the first season, and I need to I need to catch up with all that. Yeah, man. Um, again, this is one of my favorite shows of all time. And it wrapped mm-hmm. up so perfect, man. When you finally get through it and you get to that last episode, yeah. it's such a beautiful bow on the whole series. Yeah. I'm telling you. And it's the rip. And you don't even see it coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, yeah. yeah just one of my favorite. Part, part of me has to mentally prepare for Better Call Saul because oh, I know Breaking Bad 100%. did to me. 100%. <laughs> and listen, this is this is a little different. I'm not going to get into it, but it's a little different in that sense. Yeah. But still, you're dealing with those same characters doing the same crazy stuff. Yeah. There it is. No, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, Let me get to Boyd's number three, and that is The House of the Dragon, which, again, completely. And we just got him on Game of Thrones this year. So the fact that he was able to come into Game of Thrones, then hop on the House of the Dragon board or a train. just speaks to that show. And then, again, the live Twitter experience of watching <laughs> that show, unmatched, unparalleled. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, glad he, he managed to fit that in Me there. Me too, man. I'm glad that we just had that. Like, we could have those conversations. Yes. <laughs> uh, my number three is going to be Andor. Uh, top Andor three! It's a top three. Star top Wars three. series! Right, I did not see that coming. I could not fit <laughs> Moon Knight into my list because of this. Um, so you know, I get it. It is what it is. There's some move. juggernauts at the top here, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, Andor is. Um, I mean, it starts off slow. It's almost better than it starts off slow because that. It is. It, 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 it hurts you. It, the monologues in the last few episodes of this show, God, are so like heavy. Like they weigh. They have they have girth to them. In the choices it's, that some of the characters make 
at the end of the if you watch them be mundane right, right. and then at some point turn and then they're right. making these insane choices yes and just what this show represents about combating like fascism standing up to you know oppressive regimes and stuff like that it's just like man the I, there's elements of this show that just make me want to run through straight through a brick wall. Like, let's go. <laughs> um, can't say enough good stuff about Andor. So yeah, yeah. that's my number three. Uh, number two. Ah, so number two for me, House of the <clears throat> Dragon. Oh, okay. Um, hot again, D. hot that hot D. <laughs> Listen, the community. The community, yeah. the community. Exactly. Was, I, I looked forward <laughs> not only to the show, but mm-hmm. then immediately when the credits started rolling, hitting Twitter. Yep. I mean, there were podcast. There was post-show podcasts. I was like, yeah. I'm only going to do one. It was so fun, man. And then just see, <coughs> like, and then for other people to see what I saw as mm-hmm. well, like Cloak of Crimes. The Cloak of Crime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those characters were so dynamic and fun, man. They were just, it yeah. was just a good time. Viserys falling apart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ha- absolutely, House of the Dragon. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Boyd has his number two as Moon Knight. Mm. And I know that's special for him because he's, he's definitely a big Moon Knight stan. Um, especially him being. Um, mental illness Batman, which we got into a debate over because he he says correctly, Batman is mental illness Batman. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, he is. <laughs> however, uh, Moon Knight takes it to a more, I guess, theoretical degree. And I, I actually kind of dug how they took the supernatural route with with Moon Knight and kind of gave him just enough to make him a more different... I mean, he's he's got a few more powers than I would like, but they they took the mythos and the kind of Egyptian nature of Moon Knight and um like just kind of spun up a really a really cool story that if you guys have not checked out, like absolutely go check out Moon Knight. The and the hate that it has now all of a sudden just does not does make it? A lot of sense to me. It gets a lot of hate now. A lot of people are like, Man, I hate mm-hmm. this Moon Knight show. Nah, yeah, I don't nah. get it. Uh get it. first of all, the hippo. <laughs> Y'all thirsting for that hippo, man. That, <laughs> I don't that know what it is, that, man. That alligator. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, they're all I like them big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was Boyd's number two. Yeah. Uh, my number two is going to be Attack on Titan Final Season Part 3. Ooh. Now, it's your I, number two? It's my number two. Dude. It is, let me tell you something, okay? They are not fit. Like this was another thirteen episodes, and what we've been waiting for the final season to finish for this show for like three years, and it's still not done yet. They got another part coming out of this quote unquote final season, which I think at the end will end up being something like fifty something episodes for like all the parts together. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Final season part three came in with the fire it maintained the fire and just when i thought this show did not have any more gigantic twists left in it it comes in and it freaking uppercuts me 
with the most game-changing twist of all, and it elevates the protagonist, or I don't even, I don't even know what to call him. I don't even know what to call his character. It elevates the main person that we follow in the story, Aaron, Aaron? Yeager, okay. Aaron, to a unforeseen level of he he, he goes from. Well, you've seen the earlier seasons of yeah. Attack on Titan. How do you feel yeah. about Aaron Yeager? I think I've seen everything up until the final season. Yeah, how do you feel about Aaron Yeager? Um, so, so he's gone through a lot of transition over yes. that time. Like it was kind of yes. clumsy and impetuous, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, self-centered to to something that you know where he would use his powers for better good. Mm-hmm. Still kind of clumsy and still kind of, but you know, just gradually becoming better. Yes, but you know, Aaron, Aaron, he always has this like sense of intensity underneath yes. everything that he does, yes. right? Yes, it's definitely that. Sense. What you what you don't realize until this part three season is that you have been watching Aaron Yeager's Walter White descent into what he truly is this entire time. <laughs> you have to get at it, bro. You have to get at, have it. To and, get at it. And on top of that. I might watch that tonight. I might watch that tonight, man. On top of that, it comes in. This season comes in with one of the most fire intros. I know we don't talk about intros and, and outros you a lot on the show. We talked about that last week. I, it was I was off did. air. Yeah. The, the intro to this show. <laughs> Legitimately chopped the metal charts in the what? states. The metal chart, like it, it was like okay. number one or two. Okay. This thing comes in. It comes in hot. Remember that first intro to the original season with yep. the fire. Yeah, fire. This one, uh, if not equal, possibly better. I've All listened right. to it so much in my house. My kids come in and they go, Ravna, Ravna. And I'm like, okay. Whoa. I, don't, I don't know if that's the song you should be singing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what they're saying here, bro. <laughs> All I'm saying is, look, I know I've ranted and raved a little bit, but when I tell you, when I tell you that this season came in hot, and I'll say all of the final season stuff has been pretty good. The first two part, the first part one and part two, a little slower. Yeah. Took some time. What's going on? How are we getting here? I don't understand. Okay. Part three, though, part three did not play. All part right. three came in immediately. Immediately. So I'm just going to say that. Uh, so that's that's our number twos. What's your number one? You already know, bro. Das Andor. I just know. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, with Andor, uh, it really is one of the best Star Wars things in all of the Star Wars. Yeah. Didn't see it coming, bro. Uh-uh. If you would have told me, if you would have said, hey, which one do you think is going to be better? Uh-huh. You think your Boba Fett show is going to be better? <laughs> you think your Andor show is going to be better? There is no way that I would have chosen Andor. Mm. Boy, mm. was I wrong. 
Remember, remember when we were doing like Disney Plus days or like the the all the Star Wars and Marvel announcements and stuff, and all yeah. that time we were seeing like set pictures and like, well, you know, Andor's coming out. It's like uh, two years away, but you know, we're uh, we're working on it, and we're like, okay, but we don't care about Andor. Like, like come on, is... like there's an Obi Wan in there somewhere. There's got to be a Boba Fett. Come right, on, like right, he's gonna do right. some stuff, right? Andor's gonna find a Jedi. And they're gonna vibe and have marshmallows at a campsite. No, then the show decided to come in and be like, <laughs> defeat fascism. <laughs> <laughs> it was the biggest political drama, and I yes. uh, could not get enough of it. Yes, I I can't tell you how many times I watched some of those episodes. Maybe two or three times for some one for a couple of them, but I watched that show a lot. The prison special, was fascinating man. to me. The special. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the prison was, you know, that was nice. And, you know, look, I'm about to get into... Uh, I'm about to get into spoilers. Let me not talk. Yeah, I was going to say we can't do a whole lot there, because I don't want to... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, sure. it was it was that good it, it really was that good. That that is the number one show that I watched this year. And so, there's a lot of shows out there, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will I will say Boyd also has that as Andor as his number one for very good reason. I mean, yes. this is a critically acclaimed show. It deserves all the love and praise that it's getting. Um, just magic. I feel just like magic. if you don't even know what... If you never watched anything Star Wars before... You could be intrigued by this show because it's so deep in the political drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without it's... magic. Oh, yeah. Without, without magic space wizards. Yeah. Although, I maintain, I want Palpatine to show up. I still I know want Palpatine you do, to man. show up. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how many seasons this thing has got in it, but <laughs> I, I can see that happening. I want Mon Mothma's husband to meet Palpatine and be like, this is my guy. And yeah. she's like... She's like, my dear, look at him. <laughs> like, that dude is a zombie. <laughs> there are <laughs> shadows you... coming off of his cloak. <laughs> Do you think a what good man about? <laughs> have shadows that come off of his cloak? He cackles when a child falls. <laughs> <laughs> this trying man to make is the bad. galaxy great again, Mon Mothma. He's fine. <laughs> right, right. Uh, have you seen our tax bill lately? It's <laughs> basically zero, Mon Mothma. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's my friend, Mon. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> oh gosh! You need to stop being so lame, Mon. I invited him to the party Thursday. <laughs> he invited me to Mara Dagobah. Right. So <laughs> he said we're gonna go get beers and watch uh, and go laugh at where Vader uh, fell in that <laughs> lava pit. <laughs> <laughs> His his jokes at the party are only about Vader. <laughs> oh my god, Vader sucks so much, you guys. <laughs> wait, wait. He uh, so I sent him. <laughs> He's got all these stories about Vader's failures <laughs> that people just sit like like at the, at the big right. dinner table. Like, well, tell us another yeah. one. <laughs> so I sent him a dream, and I sent him an evil dream last night that his kids were alive, and he went to go. 
to the other side of the galaxy, and he came back and he was crying so much. I guys. sent him an evil dream. <laughs> so listen to this. So listen to this. Right, right. Build this space station. Right. It's beautiful. Spared no expense. Yeah, right. This idiot gets shot down by a smuggler <laughs> and a freighter. <laughs> He's got the most advanced TIE fighter we've ever built. Right, right. Oh, here's the other wild thing, right? This just happened the other day, I swear to you. All right, so I sent Vader um, <clears throat> to go, because we finally got had located Obi-Wan. This dude hadn't been Jediing in like 20 <laughs> years, I don't know, or whatever, or maybe 10 years, I don't know, whatever. I don't pay attention to this stuff. So Vader goes. This is all his oh, beef. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Really, it doesn't concern me. Am I concerned about Obi-Wan Kenobi? Uh, Absolutely not. I saw this man get wrecked by Dooku. Absolutely not. <laughs> Dooku is the slowest man I've ever seen fight. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why he's got a beef. I don't know. Right. Yo, why did uh, Vader come back? Helmet cracked. Tears running down his face. Okay. Oh, no, man. It just didn't. It didn't oh, work out. Wow. It just didn't work out. Right. Got beat to hell, and oh, he man. didn't even win. He didn't even win, you guys. Oh, God. And then Obi-Wan didn't even have the grace to, like, kill him. He just oh. let him go. It's pathetic. It's, I hate this guy. <laughs> I, I hate him so much. Guy. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him so much. Oh, wow. That's cool. Good old. I want him. I want him to have a detailed conversation about shipping lanes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what are we talking about here? Are we, are we talking about keeping the shipping lanes open, or are we talking about <laughs> murdering a few hundred pilots? Because I'm I'm down for both. Um, whatever. Actually. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Let's just move forward. <laughs> whatever. Right. I send a few evil telegrams, and then my my you my said will I gets sent done. him an evil dream. <laughs> You never mess with somebody by sending them an evil dream. <laughs> that is too hilarious. Because oh. I had done that before. Like he, he was sitting there, like, "Well, I had this dream that uh, that uh, uh, Amidala died and stuff." And he was like, "Yeah, I sent you that evil dream oh, for my nefarious God. plans." <laughs> and so I went to the Jedi Temple and I killed all the yeah. Whoa, killed! I thought we were going to recruit. I mean, uh, hey, good, uh, good job, guy. Totally not the people? game plan, but yeah. <laughs> I really thought we was about to have a bunch of Jedi foot soldiers, but I mean, that was a choice you made, right? <laughs> um, way super intense, little impressive for the evil side. <laughs> uh, big dub for us, I guess. So, <laughs> either way, I kept a couple on the side because I thought that might happen. Oh, so here's wow. Reva. Go train her. Try not to like murder her or anything. <laughs> also, also she may turn on you in like twenty ish years. So just mm -hmm. keep an eye out. Not for saying that. she will. I, but she probably it's what we do to be <laughs> honest it's what we do I, frankly I'll turn on you at some point but you know you know that's what we do <laughs> anyway
that was a. Uh, well, I can't believe we went on a near ten minute Palpatine rant again. Look, yeah, he's one of our favorite muses. Yeah, <laughs> good old scumbag, <laughs> she Palpatine popping up again and sending people evil dreams. <laughs> Look. I seen. I seen. He I has love. To do. I love that you come up with his powers just on the spot. <laughs> Bro, you were telling me. You telling me she Papati sat there and watched that whole Obi Wan, Anakin, and Dooku fight, and he wasn't sitting there just like. Just disappointed. He's like, why is Obi Wan getting washed by Dooku right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's so slow. He's getting absolutely wrecked. I could not get up from this chair and ruin Dooku. Right. <laughs> when Yoda had to save him one time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dooku ran his fade twice. Twice. And I, you could tell Palpatine was sitting there. He's like, "Boy, if Anakin loses this fight, yeah. ooh, ooh, I'm about to be." So- <laughs> He's like, "I have put twenty years into this. Oh, I will God. not. I will absolutely lose it. Love that. If Anakin does, <laughs> I'm, I'm so frustrated." <laughs> then he won. He's like, "Oh, thank goodness! All right, kill him like now, <laughs> please, <laughs> hurry." Right, because if he like force grabs his lightsaber or something and chops your legs off. I can't deal with you losing more body parts, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eventually trying to evil steal your soul and jump into your body. I'm really, really upset that you don't have a hand right now because like... <laughs> I, I like having both hands, and I don't want to have a robot hand, you jerk. Ugh, can't stand Anakin. Freaking crying all the time. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> hey, hey, Anakin, remember that time when I was getting cooked by Mace Windu redirecting my lightning, and you stood there and watched me get turned in the sausage face? <laughs> it's not sausage face. <laughs> Look at this. You see what this did to me? <laughs> ruined my Tinder uh, profile. I'm still out here, but it ruined my Tinder profile. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's oh, she Palpatine, man. Um, Boyd's number one was Andor as well. My number one, uh, House of Dragon, because of the culture. Um, like I said, it brought back event television. Everybody's watching a show at the same time. And then immediately going on social media afterwards. Honestly, my favorite part was the day after the show came out, going on social media and like finding all the compilations of memes that have mm-hmm. been gathered about the show. Or I'd be listening to my uh, sports radio talk show on like my drive into work, and they're like, "That House of the Dragon, right? Did you see Viserys's eye? Look, just it was just hanging out." Damon Targaryen. He is the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's House of the Dragon for me, 100%. Um, that was definitely my favorite show of the year. And I wasn't sure about it, like, halfway through, but I can definitely say that now. 
favorite show of the yeah, year. It was fun to watch Damon. It really was. Yeah. Just stalling Damon. everybody out like he's Debo. Just all up. Yeah, and then Amon, who genuinely makes me uncomfortable to look at. <laughs> with yeah. his eye patch. Yeah. And his weird pointed face. It's just like, stop looking like that. What's wrong with you? Anyway. House of the Dragon. Alright, let's go let's go to movies. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are your honorable mentions? <clears throat> honorable mentions for movies. Um, you know, I didn't really have a, any here. I feel like mm-hmm. I've got my roundup. I feel like I've got my five that are pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so, number five on my list, Top Gun Maverick. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Not on my list. I know. I know. I know. Uh, For me, I just felt like felt like Top Gun Maverick was more than a money grab. I don't feel like they knew what it was going to do. Yeah. Um, Nobody did. No. Stop. No. And uh, it did. It did have Tom Cruise being all the Tom Cruise. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. No. I guess. According to the box office, yeah, it made all the money. I would have um, put it higher, but I have some <clears throat> issues with it now that I didn't have when I actually saw it. So I wanted to That's get fair. it on the list. That's fair. But. That's fair. Uh, I will say my number five is... Or obviously, let me start with uh, my honorable mention. My honorable mention, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm. Talk about a movie that came out of freaking nowhere it did man Dude. it's so good it's so good um yeah chippendale rescue rangers was that jam for me laughed yeah ugly sonic come on that joke never ran out <laughs> just <laughs> i need to go watch that again to be honest <laughs> definitely chippendale damn rescue. dude oh that was oh. Yeah. Um, so Boyd's definitely. Boyd's number five is RRR, which is I think a Bollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a superhero Bollywood movie? Yeah. You saw it too, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, it's getting ready to come on Disney Plus. What? Or it might be on there right now. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I know it's I getting mean, ready to go to a streaming service. Let me see. Well, I've heard a lot about that movie. Yeah, I think it is on Disney Plus, man. Yeah. Insane. Um, I have not seen that movie yet, but I've heard nothing but great things about it. I know yeah. Boyd has been championing it all year, so mm-hmm. shout out to him for uh, that cracking his top five. Uh, that looks really dope. I would not be surprised if we see this movie nominated for awards mm-hmm. that don't have anything to do with foreign films. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I definitely can see that. Uh, my number five officially is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, just emotional, powerful. 
Namor was freaking incredible. Um, loved, loved, loved what they did with the end with that, that post credit. Um, very long, so that's why it's not higher up. But still had a bunch of time, a bunch of fun, and it was an event movie, and mm-hmm. you know it felt like it, and I'm glad it had the time and the space to do whatever it wanted to do to uh, pay that tribute and respect to Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. So, um, yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is my number five. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, number four. Number four for me was Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And the only note that I have for this are the words, I mean, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this this was an emotional roller coaster for this one, buddy. It was something. So, yeah, uh, I don't I don't think we necessarily need to go into it in depth. Nope. Because if you know, you know. Yep. So say less. Yeah. Uh, Boyd has as his number four the movie Nope, which uh, I had a super fun time with. I wouldn't necessarily uh, count that as one of my top fives. Yeah. But uh, what the movie ended up becoming, I think, was a ton of fun. Uh, I think you have specific hatred in your heart still for it. <laughs> Not at all. Really? Okay. Nope. I watched it changed. a second time. Okay. Uh, with the kiddo, and uh, oh. I, I'll I'll get I'll get to why later because we have another topic coming up when we talk about. Fair, fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, my number four was Sonic the Hedgehog two. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. this is a purely selfish choice. This is the first movie. Be selfish, took, bro. It's the end of the yeah, year. First movie I took my 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 uh, oldest son to. Mm-hmm. Um, just me and him. Uh, he loves Sonic the Hedgehog, so um, getting to have that experience, and then on top of it, it's a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like the throwback kind of movies that we used to have that were just like fun and gleeful, and you didn't have to think too much about it, and you know. Has some dope action sequences and stuff in it. It's just, it's just. And fun. Jim Carrey lighting it up. Every Jim scene. Carrey, pr- like going full '90s Jim Carrey. In yeah, this movie. like yeah, peak Jim Carrey showed up um, to play in if, Sonic the Hedgehog two. If I can say wins. something to you mm-hmm. uh, about your experience with Sonic two, that kind of makes, yeah, the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you could have been. It could have been the worst movie, but your son enjoyed it for the first time with you there. Yeah. All bets are off. Right. All bets right. are off. All that stuff surrounding it. People yeah. were like, why did you cry at Sonic 2? I was like, well, because Bro. a lot of emotions were happening. Yeah. There's a lot right. of stuff going on. There. I get when it, Sonic, man. That just goes back to my point that I always say. I always want to know what your experience was yes. going to the movie because that sets the tone for me of why you're going to like it or why you're yep. going to be somewhere in the middle or why you're going to, you know, yep. hate it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's go to number three. So, number three. What was your number three? So, for me, I don't even know if we talked about this. Mm -hmm. My number three is Licorice Pizza. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that in the Oscars this year? 
Maybe it wasn't that no. I can't no. remember. Mm-hmm. No. It came out, it like came out this year. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think we had a brief talk about it, but I don't know if it made it onto a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love all the unknown actors in mm-hmm. it. And for me, Licorice Pizza is just not exactly, but it reminds me of a time when we didn't have all of this stuff connecting us and we had to make those real connections. Yeah. And it wasn't exactly like this, but I just feel like I was, I was a, in, I'm in the generation where I was just kind of out there mm-hmm. and these kids were too. And it just kind of, I was like, I remember that. Like, you're not where you're supposed to be, but nobody knows. You're just kind of out yeah. there living like a piece of free and nobody even knows it. And I, I just, I, I, it made me kind of sad to think that like my kids won't ever know that. Yeah. You know, like nobody knows where you went. Nobody knows where you are. Nobody knows when you left. Nobody knows when you got back. Yeah. You know, that, that kind of feeling is captured in this movie in a very big way. Yeah. And also Bradley Cooper is nuts. (laughs) 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 He he is nuts. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, let me see. Boyd's number. I probably watched three. it three times, by the way. So. Wow. That's yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Boyd's number three is the Black Phone, which is I think a horror thriller type movie. He's got Ethan yeah. Hawke in it. Um. Again, another one. I've heard a lot of good things about that one. Um. So that's really cool. Um. You know, I think. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't say much about it, but I know he vouches for, he's been vouching for that and RRR since like, mm-hmm. ever since he's, he's, he's seen it. I think even before he's seen it. So, um, very cool that that made his list. My number three is, where is it? Did I skip it? There it is. Uh, yeah, my number three is Dr. Strange Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. This is another like controversial one. Um, Multiverse of Madness was uh, it, it all the criticism I hear of of the MCU, uh, for like going back for years now of they don't take risks, they do this, they're so formulaic, they uh, only do the same thing. <laughs> this movie took every possible <laughs> risk that you could while still maintaining a specific universe. I mean, what this movie did with Wanda, the 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 way that it chose to explore horror within a PG-13 rating. Um Sam Raimi's visual like cues and directory there. It was so interesting. And I can't say, "Oh, this is like one of my favorite movies of all time" and stuff like that, but I could definitely say, like, this movie was so interesting. Not a single frame is not interesting to look at. And, you know, it wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but holy crap, did I have a lot of fun watching it, you know? Mm. So, uh, big shout out to this movie. I keep it, you know, it's in my three for a reason. I think it took risks, and I think that the risks paid off more than something like The Eternals, where it took risks but the story still kind of suffered. I would say this took risks and I think that it, you know, should be applauded for it. And the things that this movie, movies like this are doing 
are paving the way for what James Gunn is going to be trying to do with DC, where they really stand out. They're more creator focused. Um, they're allowed to do things with the cameras and with the graphics and with stuff like that. It's really going to make these movies shine going forward. And, um, you know, it, it just, it, it, it advances the medium forward, at least for this, uh, I genre I can see of storytelling. That. Yeah. 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 So, yep, Multiverse of Madness. That's my three. Uh, all right, let's go to two. Number two. What is? Well, kind of the 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 flip side of that same token. My number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oof. Yeah, that was a big one for me, man. That again, that was one of those experience type movies where I was the I was one of four people in the theater. Yeah. And um. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect mm-hmm. the emotion. I didn't know what to expect, honestly. I mean, I maybe oh, yeah. watched the trailer once or twice, but definitely, definitely hooked me in. That is my number two movie of the year. Yeah, man. Number oh, yeah. two of the year, bro. And I think it's because it does exactly what it says, mm-hmm. and it does all of it all the time. Yeah, yeah. It starts out rolling. Oh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, and when it takes off, you're just like, <laughs> where are we going? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's yeah. a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest it's the most range of emotion I felt about a movie in a long time. Um I've laughed I laughed the hardest I've laughed in a movie theater in a really long time watching that movie. And then simultaneously, like, you know, didn't actually cry, but like kind of on the verge of tears. There like, were there were really some moments, stuff. right? Yeah, and it was a scene involving two rocks and googly eyes. <laughs> Nuts! That destroys me to this day. Right? So crazy. So no, man. Uh, I look when your kids get older. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Okay. That scene. I, I look. Say less. I. I. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> I feel I feel the cusp of it, so yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um. All right. So let me see. Boyd's number two is, uh, the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um. Which actually, if I look at my list here, my number two is the Batman as well. Okay. Um. Just a really great, well crafted, um, you know, Batman movie. What I mean, what else is there to say? It's methodical. Uh, it doesn't waste time, though. Um, you know, it, Pattinson's really putting in some like great. You get perform great performances all around from everybody. Oh, it's moody. Oh. The score is. I would burn, just say this is my number burn, one. Burn, burn, burn. Is it? Yeah, it's my number one. So it right up, I mean, right in there with uh, with you two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there was so much going on here, and I remember feeling like Pattinson wasn't going to do it. Yeah, I remember feeling like Pattinson wasn't going to do it. <laughs> That's Boy, the hate in your heart coming. It was. Why do I doubt so much, man? Why am I like, mm, no, nah, that ain't gonna work? Don't nobody even know I go like no Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? But yeah, yeah. this was uh, this was something, and uh, yeah, man, yeah, man. Can I, can I also say one thing about, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but mm-hmm. I had, my body had a reaction mm-hmm. to the Batmobile. 
Oh yeah, because like it yeah, just, it like my guttural. body. I remember like looking down, like my, why are my hands gripping? Yeah, the armrests. It was it was guttural. It was powerful. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember sitting in the theater and feeling that, and I was yeah. like, you feel the OS like come out like oh like yeah oh that mm, I don't want that. I don't mm. want those problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll also say uh, it looks like Boyd's number one is The Northman, um, which is that Robert Eggers, yeah. like, Viking story. Mm-hmm. Again, that's another one I haven't seen. Absolutely. I've heard a lot of great things about. Unfortunately, I think some groups of people have co-opted that movie and some of Viking culture to go. You told more. me that right after I watched it. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I can see him do it." You know, I don't, I don't follow any yeah, of that bullshit. I, like, I'm too small minded to even argue it. I don't, I don't even. It, but I was like, "Oh, I can see that." Man, that it, it hurts my interest in seeing it a little bit, so that's why I haven't seen it yet. But um, no, I recognize it. Like everybody is like, "Yo, this, yeah. this is that stuff, man." Like, check this out. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Northman is number one for for Boyd. It looks like for me, my number one. Yes. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, easily. I let me tell you something. This has not happened to to me very often. I knew when I walked out of the theater that movie was probably going to end up being my movie of the year. And I've been wow. comparing every movie I've seen since then to it. It's too dope, um, dude. It's it's so good. Um, again, I, I go back to the range of emotions, and I I go back to, I mean, what it did with uh with Kihui Kwan, who you know was formerly Short Round. That I think that's what put so it. Y'all over can't the top see me, but I am nodding <laughs> <laughs> obnoxiously right now. When I heard so. For some reason, that clicked, and it, it sent me over the top to be like, oh, I got to go see this. Because I was hearing good things about it for, like, weeks. You got to go see this movie when this comes out. You know, everybody's loving it. It does so many great things, blah, 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 blah. And then I, I literally saw a thing, and I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. Is that Short Round? Short Round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is in this movie? Hasn't done a movie, like, since then? Yeah. I will see this now. Uh, I don't know where this sudden short round love came from, but dude, he's so good in this movie. He's so good. He's so good. And I'm he's glad he's so getting good. his flowers. Him, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jenny Slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, man. I just, I, I came out of this movie theater and I was like, that's my movie of the year. And I have a really hard time finding anything that's going to match the level of quality that that movie produced and got the level and range of emotion out of me that that movie got. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 1,000%. It's How can you be cracking else. up at Jenny Slate and then I was in doubled. tears in the next five minutes? I was doubled on the floor. I have not, I can't think of any time I've done this at a theater. I was doubled over. I, I literally came out of my chair. I was wheezing 
on the floor crying laughing yeah, bro. at the Jenny know. Slate dog fight scene. Crying. Mm-hmm. It was so dumb. I could not stop laughing. It was so funny. So, yeah, that that's my movie. Um, that that wins twenty twenty three. Now, granted, I have not apparently seen the greatest movie to ever touch God's green earth. That is Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> what is going on with Avatar right now? They're like, yeah. whoa, this I movie expect- is the best movie. I didn't expect right. that at all. I, I'm seeing res- so many directors that I respect. Guillermo del Toro is like, yo, you guys need to go see Avatar The Way of Water right mm-hmm. now. It feels like he's paying some a bunch of these people to be like, go say this movie's dope right now. And then what? It's already being considered for like Golden Globes and Oscars and stuff. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I'm going to have to go I, see it, man. I'm going to have to. I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm really, he's really. I wasn't even planning the on it. Me either. I'm like, he's I know really the wife to wants the to go see, to see this. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I just saw a projection said, oh, this movie's going to make $525 million in its first weekend. And I'm like, literally how? Is Watch. the Avatar love? Is the I hype tree for Avatar? That- the thing is, man, it's not niche. It's not. The, you know, it's, there's no, there's no, hey, this is a superhero movie. I don't go watch superhero movies. This isn't like a, it's not just, it's just not like that. Yeah. So maybe it will. Maybe it'll make half a billion dollars in the first weekend. I don't know. I, I mean, can't. Said, I don't d- don't doubt James Cameron. So yeah, there we are. I don't know. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Okay. We yeah, we're old. We're we're this this is a lot we're, of fun. It is. It is. <laughs> I love uh, this. I love the wrap up show. I love it. Oh yeah, me too. It's a big. It's good fun all around. All right. Uh, the next category is best trailer that you've mm-hmm. seen. I'll start mm-hmm. with Boyd's. Yeah. His best trailer was Bullet Train, which I will say that trailer was frantic. It was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. You see all these different stars. It's funny. It's got crazy action. Um, absolutely Did you watch it fantastic yet? trailer. I haven't. Um, okay. It's it's in my queue. I'm hoping. Okay. I, I'm hoping either in the next couple days or by this weekend i'm able to watch it on netflix I it just came it on netflix week. you guys yeah i just got to it last week yeah really dope um it is everything the tree learned since okay then. yeah okay yeah. I-, I can take that i can take mm-hmm. that uh what's your best trailer um best trailer for me mm-hmm. is nope interesting this is what changed it for me okay um because it showed everything and nothing. And on my second watch of Nope, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sad to say it didn't make it in my top five. But if there mm-hmm. was an honorable mention, but I crapped on it on this on on our on the on the cast, so I can't <laughs> yeah, I can't now just add it. But uh, I watched it with my kid, and I thoroughly enjoyed it so much more the second time. Like it completely flipped for me yeah. to where I didn't like it. To where now I love it, and it yeah. was just it was just taking all of that preconceived thing that I had about what it was going to be, mm-hmm. and just leaving it behind. I, I might need to do that with us because I have not as great of an opinion of us. Mm. The more I, whenever I think about it, but if I watch it again, I probably that might go up for me. So I don't know. I have to think about that. 
And if you think about these movies being like Twilight Zone episodes, that helps for me too. Yeah, yeah. No, you know? I can totally dig that. Um, let me see. My best trailer, uh, I think it's going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever's first trailer. Um, Rightfully I mean, so. When when I mentioned that trailer just now in your head, you heard no woman. What I heard was, cry. and when I wake up, <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I watch that trailer a lot. Um, the music behind it, no woman, no cry. Yeah, everything gonna be all right. Like that mix was dope. Um, and just like the visuals that you're seeing, uh, you're getting a lot in that full trailer. I mean, it's just, it was majesty. It was masterful. And I love that they keep the kind of Kendrick Lamar connection, mm-hmm. uh, about while working in like that little bit of like Bob Mar. It's just, or no, did I say Bob Marley? Hold on. Who am I thinking of? Is it yeah, Bob you're Marley? right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm trying to. Oh, I think my brain tried to tell me Jimi Hendrix for some reason. Oh. <laughs> no, Bob Marley. Yeah. Um, but no, man. I mean, that, that come on. That trailer was insane. So It um, set the tone like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, it's two for two for Black Panther trailer. Because remember that first that first oh, Black Panther boy. trailer? Uh, 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 uh. Run the jewels. Oh, my Lord. Dun, 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 dun. Step into the spotlight. Woo! <laughs> I'm going to watch that tonight. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's like good stuff. That's that like good, good. All right, uh, let's go to the next category, which is worst trailer. What is mm-hmm. the worst trailer that you've seen um, this year? The first Super Mario Brothers trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that it was bad, though, man. It yes. wasn't even a bad trailer. It was a lot of fun. It was funny. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then... Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, wow, look at that Bowser. Look. Oh, man, they threw those snowballs at him. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's, it is rough. It yeah. is rough. And you're like, oh, th- does he care that he's in this? What are we doing? <laughs> and that's like, the same for no the full life. trailer. I mean, same thing from the teaser the, to the full. Those- the the trailers like everything else happening beyond his voice is like a lot of fun and really cool. So I don't know if I can disqualify the whole trailer just for mm. just for that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm going with um. The, it's it's just gonna be off. I really feel like that. No matter what they do. Yeah. I think even in the movie we're gonna be like, yo, that was a good movie. Yo, what was Chris Pratt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boyd said the worst trailer was Uncharted. He said that it was boring <laughs> and uninspired, which I can't disagree. That actually is hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, do you remember and, what I said about that? That trailer? The trailer? No. Um, how I thought that that was going to be the worst movie of the year. Yes. And nobody was going to go see it. It wasn't going to make any money. It did fine. It did fine. It did fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you watched that movie? I have. I fell asleep the first time mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, got through it the second time. So, mm. you know, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Okay. 
I mean, I didn't hate it. Oh. Uh, I have problems with it, but I didn't hate it. Um, no. So my, my worst trailer is Avatar The Way of Water. Um, that's a bold statement. It is visually cool. Uh, what is happening in this trailer that I'm supposed to care about? Nothing's no happening narrative. in the trailer, brother. There's n- and I didn't realize how much I actually dislike the score for Avatar because the the trailer ends and it goes Avatar: The Way of Water. And, uh, 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 I'm like, oh wow, do I hate the score? I went back and rewatched the first Avatar, and I realized that that score is carrying over from the first movie. But do you remember the score for the first no, Avatar? No, exactly, because it's it, it it doesn't inconsequential. Like it exactly. doesn't have any right. You know, um, I they gave us two trailers of a bunch of visuals, yeah, and nothing else, right. And they and were Zoe like, Zoe Saldana sounding upset once. Right. And it was like, go see the movie. And I was like, why? I, I thought the tra- the way they were hyping up the trailer, remember when they were like, you'll get the first Avatar Way of Water trailer when you go see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. This trailer is only coming out in theaters. I'm like, oh man, Jim Cameron's about to bring the heat. He's about to come in here with this trailer and be like, I'm about to make this $2 billion again, cuh. And uh, then the trailer dropped, and I was just like, boy, I couldn't care less. And maybe it was because it was overhyped, but, you know, then the second trailer came out, and I was just like, it's just more mm-hmm. more, wa- pe- more, more CG blue people water swimming and, in water. Yeah. yeah. Just, okay. yeah. It looks great. Well, Good get job. ready to lay your trick money down, because it's about to go down <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, we'll see. I feel like they're artificially manufacturing hype for this movie. Maybe so that or people maybe be not. Like, oh, the hype. Well, sometimes, sometimes if you can get the hype ball rolling, then the hype takes care of itself. Mm. And I feel like enough people have been like, "No, this is like the best movie of all time." That people are going to be like, "I'm going to also go see this," but uh, you could end up tanking your t- your chances on that if you uh, <laughs> if you if you push too hard on it. Anyway, let's try to breeze through these last couple here. Okay. Uh, what is the worst thing that you've watched? Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I was way too easy on this. Yeah. I should have been more critical. This deserved <laughs> below a mud butt and has very little redeeming factors. It was literally yeah. the worst thing, especially when you stack it up against those things we talked about that were the best. Mm-hmm. In the top five, not even close. Yeah, it's not hard even to close. Look at, it's hard to look at Book of Boba Fett next to things like Mandalorian, mm-hmm. Obi Wan, Andor, Tales of the Jedi, Bad Batch. Yeah, you know all the even not visions. Even outside of that, like like our lists don't have anything to do with you know necessarily Marvel or Star Wars or whatever yeah. it is. Like it's just the stuff that was good. Right. This is nowhere near any of that. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere. So, uh, while I agree with you, and I, I think I debated making Book of Boba Fett Minds as well, um, 
I I I ultimately decide to go with something else. Before I say Ooh, it, I'll say I bet you I bet I know what it is. You probably do. Before I do that, <laughs> I'll say uh Boyd's said the worst thing that he's watched was The Princess. Uh he, he said good premise, bad execution. Mm. Is that the Hulu movie with the with the princess that uh, No, I don't I don't think I've seen that one. Um uh, what is this? But you gotta oh. trust it because boy be on it, man. Oh yeah. Th- this had um Oh, what was it? Joey King in it. And Olga Kurlyenko and Dominic Cooper. Um, I I remember this coming out on Hulu. And I was like, oh, this is just like kind of a cool take on like a princess who's kind of like her own thing. And, Mm. you know, she does the fight scenes and all that stuff. Uh, So that's that's a shame that that's the worst thing he's watched. I don't know if I'll be checking that out, but. It's not even on my radar, man. I love that Boyd checks that stuff out so I don't have to. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he, he's a glutton for punishment for mm-hmm. those two, so <laughs> he, he probably will dive to deaths we aren't, we won't sully ourselves with, I guess. But um, <laughs> my number, so my number, or I'm sorry, not number, my worst thing I've watched, uh, instead of Book of Boba Fett, I will say Morbius. And I will say Morbius because of the hilarity that they really let social media trick them into bringing that movie back out for a weekend. Uh, the fact that it spawned off it's Morbin time and people took that as like a legitimate hype train thing for it. They got Jared Leto to tweet out an image of a script for Morbius two. It's Morbin time. <laughs> there's, there's so much, I won't even say I hated the movie cause it started and it opened like really promisingly. But boy, it, it Matt got Smith boring. Matt Smith is still a treasure. Matt Smith is a treasure, but even Matt Smith can't say like this movie is a straight up chore to watch. Like it is hyper boring. I don't even know if that's a concept that works, but it is like a slugfest. Like, oh <laughs> man, why do I actually care? Please mm-hmm. tell me. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely following up with uh, with Morbius there. Uh, what is the best nerd news story that you've heard this year? Well, I'll tell you the best thing that has happened to me this year in the news mm-hmm. is that uh, Bob Chappick is out and Robert Iger is back in, and it's not <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with Disney Plus or mm-hmm. Disney shows or the direction that movies are going to go. It is mm-hmm. only so that I can have the possibility of getting the dining plan back so that I will go to Disney next year. <laughs> and I hope that Fair he, enough. please, Bob Iger, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> the dining plan. Bring back the so. dining plan. Uh, <laughs> along with that, you can do Fast Pass again. You could yeah. do park hopper passes. I did not that expect this great. to be a theme park. <laughs> that would be great <laughs> response. But man, totally I haven't valid. been since 2018. Yeah, yeah. We go. We used to go all the time. <sighs> rough. It is oh. rough. It is. <laughs> it I, is rough. I, it's rough, but I cannot sympathize. <laughs> um, 
I'll say Boyd said his best story was James Gunn and Peter Safran mm. are now heading the DCU as the as their quote unquote Kevin Feige's. Yeah. So that is, I mean, that's definitely a cool story, and it's hopefully going to lead to them riding the ship and truly putting DC uh, on the same level as Marvel, and us getting some more of those obscure or less recognized uh, heroes uh, on the big and little screens. Um, for me, best story, I think I will go with Hugh Jackman coming in for Deadpool 3. Ooh, that's a good one. That was Out fun. of nowhere, too. And it, and it opens up the possibility. I'd also say, like, honorable mention for that story is just all the love Charlie Cox is getting this year. True. For, for True. being able to be in everything. Yeah. It started with No Way Home last year, and we were like, oh, maybe that's a one and done. But, like, Daredevil Born Again, 18 episodes coming out later. Like, Do you know, do you know how go. long Andor was? Uh, 12 episodes, right? 12 episodes. That thing went on mm-hmm. for three months. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Daredevil gonna be in our lives for a <laughs> he minute. He gonna just be here <laughs> for half a year. <laughs> Him out here, my dude, for sure. Oh, All right, let's let's go ahead and finish wrapping this up. Uh, yes. Worst story. Uh, Boyd said the worst nerd news story that he got was Disney CEO Bob Chapek saying animated films are not for adults. This dude was misdirected. Yeah, <clears throat> he had no business um, being there. It was it was quite uh quite dumb, but you know, is what it is. So uh obviously he's not there no he don't go here no more. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh what was your worst story? So I don't know if it's the worst or the best. Okay. It's Morbid Time. Dang it, man. <laughs> That's my worst too. Is it? It yeah. is. Yeah. Because the fact that the internet got you to go back in. <laughs> he got you. The fact that the internet convinced you to spend more money on that is simultaneously the funniest and biggest L I have ever seen yes. made in Hollywood. And, man, I got so tired of hearing about Morbius for a while. It was just like, this needs to be over. Um, I also say worst story is uh, Top Gun Maverick. Um, I I can't disagree with you. <laughs> I can't disagree. <laughs> Just because you know where I am with it. I mean, I the amount of weeks we had to talk about Top Gun Maverick on this show is yeah yeah. Uh, it upsets me thinking about it in hindsight. Um, you know, yeah. What a massive W for Tom Cruise. Yeah. And I don't even know if he needed this W. Um, I mean, this and, thing was uh, supposed to come out in 2020, right? Yeah. I mean, there it is. Yeah. And you know what? Let me let me let me do a PPS here. My my other um, worst story of the year. Um, I won't provide any context to this. I will say it is a little film that came out that we shouldn't watch and should acknowledge called uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. 
and you can take from that what you will. I heard this Pedro's performance. I don't shut up. Stop talking about it right now. We're done. (laughs) I only mentioned it because it's worse, and I needed to mention that it's worse, and I don't need to explain myself because (laughs) I run this and I edit it. And if you have a problem with that, it's just going to go away no matter what. Yeah. Any additional conversation (laughs) we have on it will be cut out of the show. So. Oh, man. (laughs) That's all I have to say about Uh, that. Anyway. All right, guys. That is our show. This has been a massive, massive, massive Yeah, it was a good time, man. It was a good talk. You know, this is the end of the year, bro. This is the end of the year. So, guys, we're going to be going on hiatus after this episode. We will be uh, coming back around beginning or mid-January, depending on vibes. Uh, we'll be coming back and I think we'll be, uh, doing our what to look forward to in 2022 episode. So we're going to be keeping an eye out for that. Um, we're going to try to get Boyd back on here so he can give his takes to us in person. He apologizes for not being on this episode. Uh, shout out to super producer Boyd. Yeah, man. And missed you, homie. Definitely. Uh, Guys, if you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on whatever platform that you uh, have listened to this show through. And uh, feel free to recommend us to your friends. Um, You know, share our links and get the word out there about the Nerd Smash Talk talk cast. We want to, you know, try to grow our audience. I don't know if we're supposed to do that, but we can try. Uh, Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You're going to find the Nerd Smash Talk cast on Twitter. At NerdSmash underscore TC. You're going to find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dub. That's right. You guys, you can find me on Twitter at LT the Fifth. That's LT or at LT THAFIFTH. And you can also find the Nerd Smash Talkcast YouTube channel. Uh, that's Nerd Smash, one word, Talkcast, another word. Uh, we also have a Facebook page where you can go and like and see our posts and follow along for updates. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is pretty much the conclusion for us. So that Damn, closes dude. out good 2022. Year, Very good year. Lots, lots happening. We celebrated our hundredth episode. Yeah. Um, we managed to crack 3000 downloads. That was a big deal for us. Um, Boy, that just, uh, YouTube video is a juggernaut right now. Well, let's, tens and tens of views. All tens and tens. <laughs> Look at us doing it big, popping bottles. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right, guys. Well, we appreciate you guys that listen to us either way. Thank you again. Yeah. And we will catch you all in the year 2023. Yeah, man. Y'all be good. Have a great holiday and a happy new year. Be good. Steve, how you want to sign off? Man, I love you. Oh, I love you too, bro. No hate. I love you. You're my favorite people on the planet, homie. All done. Uh, all good. You're like one of the best dudes I know, bro. Ooh. And I hope that you recognize that and that you receive the appropriate amount of uh, recognition for mm-hmm. how dope of a human being you are. Appreciate it. So, of course, bro. 
gang life. And we need to do more retail stories because we got a lot of positive feedback on that. Yeah, so. man. I was expecting that. <laughs> and look, the thing is, we got them. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy oh, we part. We do. <laughs> we do. Because we didn't really even talk about, like, the second location. Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk about it. So, I mean, Listen, listen. I, I need to tell you something too. We 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 can't go back to clown shoes because to me in my brain there's only one true co- one true clown shoes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think we have to call him the Lanky Man or Stash. Stash, absolutely. Stash. Ooh, stash is that is, giving too well, much you know up? What? It might be, but you know who cares <laughs> at this point? We haven't said any names. The Stash, it is. Yeah. Yeah. The Stash and his crimes. <laughs> Crime stash. That's an actual crime stash. <laughs> oh man! Here, here lurked crime stash. Crime stash. That's what it <laughs> Oh shoot! <laughs> Why didn't we come up with that back then? I don't know. I don't know. It's all it's all in hindsight. Oh my gosh. I would have written that on like the whiteboard in the back. <laughs> Look out for crime stash. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, because clown shoes, we got some stories there too. Oh my gosh. You know what? Property management in general. I was just telling a story today. I we need to end this episode so I can tell you, but man, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll save it. We'll, we'll save, save it. that because uh, we'll save it. There's some stuff. Oh, always. There's some stuff. <laughs> Worst things happened to me at the follow up job that me and Steve worked at. <laughs> <laughs> They uh, did. Worst thing. They did. Worst, worst crimes happen at the, yeah. <laughs> the other <Yeah>. show. <laughs> the stuff we had to deal with. <laughs> Is this a trafficking situation? Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, you uh, think I forgot about that dude that pulled up in the no with the ladies? Yeah, no. you know what? All right, guys. Okay. That's our show. Coming we'll soon. We'll talk to you later. Coming for sure. soon. For holla. sure. Look forward to that in 23. <laughs> holla, y'all. Holla, 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 holla. Holla. Oh, man. That is... Holla. <laughs>